0: Racing presents. Show us your tips. August eighteen preview of midweek racing from Kensington and Sandown Hillside. Beaver, how did the weekend treat you?
1: Yeah, it wasn't too bad a weekend. I think at the end of the day, Daggy. I think um, mixed and matched a few winners, and uh,
0: I think we got one of the quaddies, didn't we? Yeah, I think we got. We might have just missed- see we got Caulfield. We- um, yes, thanks to Pintoff, but. Um, and my just yeah, the earlier ones, but uh, yeah, the big news out of the weekend was uh, my uh, uh, significant other made it to the last round of the pick seven for racing.com, had La Mexica, only one in Australia was La Mexicana, and uh, unfortunately, let it down. It's only only a hundred grand different if you need it,
1: yeah, sure, right. <laughs> would be good for some, wouldn't it? Oh, oh yeah. unbelievable, I couldn't believe it. Um, heading into the last pick six winners in a row and uh, going for the pick seven with La Mexicana. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, it was, was a bit of a disappointing run, to be honest. Uh, one of yeah. our horses that um, we have a good opinion of. And yeah, just, uh, as you said, didn't travel. Um, I still thought at the top of the straight, it sort of looked it looked to pull out as like it might run on and just never gave anything.
0: No, well, even there's a couple of times last prep, but tra- didn't travel that kind but of, She still hit the line right, and just didn't find a lot. So yeah, I, think, I just
1: wonder if it got a bit um, cramped for room, and that yeah. didn't um, that didn't suit. Uh, that was the bit that I like when I was watching it in running. I was a little bit concerned that it was getting a little bit tightened, and then the thing came up on the outside. And I just wonder whether that um, that bothered her a bit, and just made sure, and just meant that uh, uh, just sort of gave up a little bit uh, yeah. because it didn't get that that room in in running. So that was the sort of only thing I could take out of it. Yeah. But I you found that Elephant. that was mm. an amazing win. Um, as it might you be said. So to don't the bring horse.
0: them the I think so. Memzi or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's got uh, better in store for it. And uh, Ingratiating was also very impressive. I think we both found it. And, Outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, the girls were good actually. The two I mentioned at odds are in second and third behind the favorite in the girls' race. So um, he was able to put together bits and pieces throughout the day. Hopefully people found a bit along the way. But we uh, we roll on. Anything to follow? Anything you want to follow? Apart from the obvious. Oh look, I thought, yeah, I thought Elephant was
1: just outstanding. Hmm. Um, uh, I think that would be be definitely a a horse to follow out of the out of the day if I had to pick one.
0: Yeah, just chimed in and raced away. Uh, Yeah, impressive. And I think Ingratiating. I think it'll get. I I think it'll
1: get further too.
0: Definitely, Uh, Ingratiating staying down south will be. uh, if in those odd races, it's going to be something good to to beat it down there, but we see. And of course,
1: more. Uh, Behemoth got up on a protest.
0: Yeah, which uh, was good for my pocketbook. Uh, I don't know if necessarily the pro, I didn't see the head on, but I don't know if necessarily the I thought it did more damage to itself, but obviously, stewards didn't agree. I thought it laid in a little bit and was missing a stronger rider. Yeah,
1: I think I think that's the case, but it did look like the the leader did duck out a little bit mm. or, or just drifted out a little bit. And yeah. so there might've been a bit of both and Behemoth was certainly getting better, you know, probably should have won beer length. Um, so uh, yeah, without seeing the head on, can't comment too much, but uh, yeah.
0: No, I was quite happy with that. Uh, as we said before, I don't know if we can take a lot out of Kembla. I would want to see the round form no. before that. And um, a couple of nice wins up in Queensland, a couple of horses we could probably keep following. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's Crimson Auntie? Who's the auntie horse? That was pretty impressive again. And there's another That's one
1: that... uh, Champagne Auntie. was it? Champagne
0: auntie, yeah. It's a couple up there yeah. that you found on the Friday with um they'll stay up if the tracks stay dry, I think that form will hold up well enough as well. So bits and pieces all around Australia. Certainly
1: was leader dominated up there. They controlled mm-hmm. the pace and then they just kicked away. It was too hard to come from behind.
0: Yeah. So um we'll get into we've got more spring racing coming up this week. I believe the first group wanted the of the spring is coming up on friday on saturday well, will do the friday show of course uh, with the wink stakes so we'll look forward to that stick around for that coming out later in the week but let's get into midweek racing where we ran with kensington in sydney the rail is in the five meter mark on a good track uh and we know what we get with kenzo now it's you know the first few races you be on pace and then by the end you want to be slingshotting down the outside we kick off with the, uh, well, the first four races are all over the 1250 metres, so a nice easy day for the Barrier boys. The girls maiden, the young girls over the 1250 kick us off. Um, Beaver, do you want to lead us away here?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big field here. I think it's, what is there, 14 or 15 runners here? and uh-huh. um, and a pretty wide market, but I think uh, I think Hawks has placed the favourite here, yearning here to get a kill. Um, I think they think it's a bit better horse than this. Uh, its first two runs were in in much more difficult company than this. So uh, resuming here, tried okay, looks ready for a good first up run and drawn well in seven with Abdullah aboard. Uh, can't see any reason why it's not the hardest to beat. Uh, the market represents that. Outside of that, you've got a few that have started that haven't shown a lot and then a few first starters. So unless there's something uh, out of the box there, I think Yearning's the one to beat.
0: Yeah, as usual with these, I, you set out trying to get it beat, or at least I do, and I couldn't find a great deal. I thought the trolls were both pretty nice. I thought the form, obviously, chasing a shame is okay and then went to town in a decent race in the Percy Sykes. So not far away there. Uh, I think this will be, as you said, the kill, and I'm, I'm actually pretty happy to start the day backing it. Yeah. The, the second is a boys' version, three-year-old boys over the twelve fifty. Uh, we, we talked a bit about Greater Harlem last week. Um, are you sticking?
1: Yes, uh, second favourite here, no reason around the four hundred and sixty mark now, uh, give or take. No reason why uh, you can't win this. Um, it's not a. It's, it looks again pretty open field, uh, plenty of value in it. I thought it looked hardest to beat. Probably the main danger, uh, all England from the Snowden yard.
0: Mm. Um, just one it's not really outside the market around $7 both trials of fire were pretty good too if that is on pace early that might be the one to throw in with the favourite there uh, let up made remark worked to beat it in a trial remark obviously had no luck last time if it gets a lead we'll see what AC Express has to say about that too but if it gets a, a comfortable lead it's trialled well enough to run well here uh, but Great Harlem I think is coming back as a, a reasonable horse uh, they're the two I look at uh, all, all England was the bigger flashing light whether it already wants a little bit further was perhaps a question mark for me uh again the 1250 benchmark 72 now um where we see a lot of our old favorites here but i actually i'm gonna go super effort it was probably almost a a tragedy beaten chasing fast coding on a saturday uh chimed in and just had its run completely chopped out regathered and ran on pretty well um chasing fast Kony, as I said, You had has often gone up the fence and J Max sticks here. Happy to follow that uh, from little Akihiro. Good luck to the connections there. or fans of the show. Um, comes to town off a win at Kembler. Uh, sorry, J Max on Akihiro. I should say uh, J Ford's on super effort uh, off the win at Kembler. Don't know necessarily about that. cobia form. So I'm actually pretty happy to, to back the one back from the Saturday here. Super effort Beaver.
1: Yeah, I thought the same. It's, um, Third up after a spell win in a second, coming back in grade, coming back into the midweeks from, you know, there's a little bit of money around for it. Strong well um, and Fast Coney would win a race like this. So outside of that, you know, you've got horses like he's a hot shot. Third in the market, hard to hard to get. Um, you know, if there's going to be an improver, maybe Granado from the Wallace stable about the eight dollar mark might be the main danger, but super effort for me as well. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good play around the 350 mark at the moment.
0: Excellent. Uh, and again over the 1250, we get the girls version, benchmark 72, billion dollar baby, the Sabug Philly, uh, I'm Invisible Philly, sorry, comes back. Um here. I don't know about the trials. They left me a little bit unsure. So maybe it is better than these. It is off a bit of a sprue, but uh, I didn't quite know where to turn after that. Miss Baltimore has been in lesser grade, but seems to have had them covered pretty comfortably Maybe maybe would come to town a mare yeah. and run well. But I I just wasn't sure to make it his favourite.
1: Yeah, the trolls um, were against old horses. Yeah, uh, so you've got, to, you've, yeah. got to, you've got to keep that um, in mind. Um, and so now coming back against its own class here. Um, and it was, you know, and it was given a fairly easy too, time.
0: Old hard heads, Yeah. And-
1: uh, seasons, was it? I think off the top of my head, one of the yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, I think that untapped two wins. Uh, Snowden, uh, usually prepares these horses pretty well. Uh, it's got to be the hardest to beat. Uh, Jay Lay, um, was very nice last start, it was a really good win, uh, was well backed and showed a really good turn of foot, powerful finish. Um, I think these two have got up between them, to be honest.
0: Okay, yeah, fair enough too. That, it was a very nice win as well. Um, Jay Lee chiming in there. Uh, race number five, we get out to the 1800 metres, the rematch of Katea and Yukon, and we throw in, uh, well, my old friend Bazooka just for good measure, Beaver. Are you uh, deciding one way or another?
1: Well, there's, there's four genuine chances here. Um, Kataya got too far out of its ground mm. last start um, okay. and just could not,
0: and that could was not that, make up that ground. That was that wind day where the outside runner, I thought at least, was getting buffeted. Yes, uh, the whole way yep. up the straight too.
1: So, you know, I'm willing to forgive that on the basis it doesn't get further out of its ground, and that you know there was a little bit against it. Bazooka, again, another lovely run. Uh, last start got too far out of its ground. Finished on really well. Um, I just can't. I just can't take it until it wins. Yukon yep. uh, showed. You can bounced back um, and showed that it's capable of a nice run, probably sits a little bit closer. But Dream Runner um, is flying at the moment as well. Um, it was a really good win in the, the highway last start. It was a nice second prior to that. Just a bit worried about the draw out in 14. Um, but certainly not without a chance. I can't see anything outside of those four winning this. I've gone for Ketea purely because I backed it last start, the last two starts, and I'm happy to stick with it um, at this point in time
0: and main danger, dream Runner. I was with Kotea too. I'm forgiving it last time before that was dominant on Saturday. J-Max sticks. Inside draw as well goes for, uh, I think, will be much closer uh, from that inside draw with the Wallace stable. And alternatively, from gate 10, I don't know where UConn is going to want to be. The Hawks tend to want to go back with their horses. So, um And brought in the apprentice on. So backing J-Mac to get it into a reasonable spot and to be hardest to beat. Uh, And we've mentioned all the chances. I won't repeat that. But um, Dream Runner off the highway might go back as well. Now Tommy Berry, Kenzo might drag it back. uh, And Bazooka might be able to sit closer than it has been. But I want to see, as you said, now I want to see it. I've been falling in a couple of times there, So uh, I was tipping Katea at Kembla and I'm happy to probably take around $4 tomorrow at Kenzo. The sixth of the day is the 1550 72, and I will straight up say I do not have a clue here. Beaver, <laughs> to you.
1: Yeah, look, I, I looked for a bit of value in this race because I thought it was pretty wide open. I've come up with Sacred Command uh, from the Wallace stable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is a, a New Zealand horse uh, that's been brought over into the Wallace stable. Um, prior to coming here, ran a a decent second when in the market at tier upper, uh, then trolled okay at Rose Hill over the short course behind Blazing and Rock, um, at a length or so uh, off those. Um, no reason why it can't perform third up um, in, in the Wallace stable in a pretty weak affair.
0: No, cool. Any DFE, uh, any different form probably good because a lot of the – I wasn't interested in much of the up and running. Uh, and Favreau is back off the three-year-old staying stuff, which is obviously better grade. But uh, wide gate, Bowman, trials were nice. But uh, big weight, Bowman, wide gate, whether they have any intention to want to try and do anything here or it's a, it's a warm-up run for something down the track is would be my concern given its favorite. Uh, it's a sort of horse. If it was 12 bucks, I'd be pretty keen. Uh, and as favorite, I'd, you know, I don't want to take that chance if there's no intent there. Uh, we finished the day, 1100 meters again. I don't have much of an idea here. I, obviously we had a bit of time for Jojo was a man last prep, but the trials again, weren't fantastic. Uh, they were again against the older horses, I think, uh, Smarter image, Smart image yep. and then Lelude again, but it was written out. Um, did travel much better, I thought, last time in. So, question mark there. If I had to pick from the up and runners, uh, I'd say Mr. or coming back from a thousand meter race, we stayed on a fence and then all sweepers came down outside might be the, the one there. Uh, maybe even Leon Knight if it gets a lead here. Um, just had a, didn't have the greatest of time in that same race. Um, did you, how'd you line them up?
1: Yeah, I was happy to play. Jojo was a man. I thought its first up uh, win was very good. Um, Then it ran a nice fourth. uh, Nice nice enough behind Kiku, who was flying at the time, Mm -hmm. and that was on a heavy track. Uh, So it went from a good track to the heavy track. Um, Its first trial was on the soft track, so I'm willing to forgive that. Didn't do a lot in the last trial, but um, it was only two and a half lengths off them. Um, which is not, which isn't far in a sort of that that thousand meter race uh, presented here over the eleven hundred, probably um, sharp enough for something like this. If it's got anywhere near the ability that we thought it might have had uh, last prep, it should take care of these. Nash is a good booking.
0: Very good for Probetracing dot Of course, check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. Your best and value at Kenzo. My
1: value, my value bet comes up in race six, number eleven, Sacred Command. Thought that presented um, reasonably good uh, value,
0: and my best bet of the day came up in race four, number nine, Billion Dollar Baby. Excellent. I'll make my best super effort coming back from the Saturday, and my value uh, fire the hawk's Horse. Maybe on a day can roll long and around eight and uh, seven, or eight dollars give us a bit of a sight on the pace there. We head down to Sandown Hillside, where the rail is nine. Uh, Soft track at the moment. I want to see it be able to make ground. you generally can hillside, but once that rail gets out, sometimes it's played recently a bit on pace. So we'll just be a bit, try to be wary early and watch for that. Uh, We kick off with the 400 metre maiden race one, where I didn't have a great opinion. Did you have a, did you want to back any key? No,
1: I didn't have a great opinion here, purely because I was a bit uncertain to how the track would play. I mean, Barb Raider uh, was juicy odds at its first start, but mm. um, it was a fairly impressive run. Um, when you go back and have a look at it, um, had no luck. It uh, uh, was pretty much out of the running uh, around the sort of uh, 600 to 500 metre mark. Um and then produce the fastest, I think 400 and 200 to go pretty close in that race. Um, probably settle a little bit closer here, maybe, uh, given yeah. what the track might be like. And that might be a telling factor um, if it can produce uh, that finish again. Um, outside of that, I couldn't really find too much, or just wary of probably the O'Brien too.
0: Yeah, probably and the Jim- first starter with Caraboard. Mm. Well yeah, that was a couple of question marks had, but the way Barb Ryder picked up, Barb Raider picked up, it didn't just sort of hit the line, it was barreling other horses out of the way to sort of charge yeah. through by the end of it. But uh, big starting price and just where it gets to um gate one. What Craig Williams is good at in these maidens, though he's is, is if he's on the best horse, he just puts it right there and um if you think you've got an opinion of it, generally generally tends to get a breakthrough for it. So Guess we'll watch and see, and it can give us a bit of an idea of how the track's setting up. Race two, 400 meter benchmark 64, uh, where I'm going to go with the saucy horsey um, off the wind from Donald. It looked pretty impressive chiming in um, with plenty in hand and running through the line um, to beat. Speaking of the line, sea line down from Wyong, who sat three wide uh, there and was, was pretty impressive and brave through the line and might not have to be overly skilled to beat the rest of these. So they're the two looking to play. Uh, no real spoil in that, but um, that's how I've lined them up. Beaver, what about yourself?
1: I've gone against you here, mate. I've gone for Sandy Prince okay. uh, from the, the Hayes stable. I really liked the way it won last start, um, and there was nothing wrong with its first up second. Uh, lightly yeah. race, only had the four runs, uh, finished one last one, three in the prior to that. Um, it was only a small field at Maui, but it took care of him really easily, mm-hmm. and was a nice win. Uh, just kicking away and just holding a a, a handy lead, and uh, never looked in danger. So, uh, I expect it to sit up on the pace, probably hit the front somewhere, and uh, it'll be battling out in the finish.
0: The third is the uh, class one handicap over thirteen hundred metres. Who are you kicking? Who are you playing here?
1: yeah tricky affair i've gone for the two um, deal blaster uh, third up uh, in this uh, really nice win last start at um Echuca, where it was started favorite uh one one by four lengths um uh, had had the lovely run but really put put him to the sword and uh this is a this is harder um, but it's got a bit more fitness and a bit of edge and prior to that finished third behind um the garden and Sandy Prince mm-hmm. uh, so you'll get a good line uh out of the the race before on how that's going and it tried well before that uh previously up in Brisbane so they've brought it here um yeah I think it's a really good chance
0: cool uh, I was go I was sticking with the market here in Varenkova chased the the tearaway winner um yulong code pretty well last time it had a bit to do gate 11. This is, By this time, it would be track dependent because if they're not making ground, I, I wouldn't be interested, especially the price. But if they are, if it's playing like traditional hillside, I'm probably happy to back it. Uh, and I thought the value here, we want to see it actually do something at some point, was Montana Flash, who's been in and around some decent horses its whole career. But we probably need it to do a bit more than just um, run forth in some of those races. So we'll uh, I'll have an eye on that one staying race to uh, 2,500 meter benchmark 64 is race number four where I'm going to stick with Eaglemont, uh, led up and on that bog and was grabbed by a, a reasonable horse that had conditions probably to suit as well and was well backed. I thought it was pretty brave. And I think back to the, I'm just thinking back to the dry suits, um, claim gets in okay. And, I just think it's better than a benchmark 64 horse. So I'm happy to, to back it. I think it's still a backable price because this is a long tail. And um, that's all I really want to say about the race. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't have too much more to add. I actually think it's not,
1: it's pretty good price at the moment at $3.70. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. I think your summation, if it's going to win a race, this is it. If it doesn't win this, uh, forget it. Uh, it's not worth a pinch. Um, and yeah. So based on that, you've got to, got to probably play again. And, uh, yeah, I think it's got to be the hardest to beat.
0: Race number five, over the mile, benchmark 64. Uh, again, I'll be looking to see how the track's playing, uh, but if it is playing all right, I'm pretty comfortable backing Lady Duro again here. Uh, chased Godeline, uh over the mile here, who, who went to town and ran okay. Okay. Um, the week before last, and if we're swooping here, I think it's the best swooper. Um, Happy to take on the other favourite who's drawn inside and probably will be back and needing a bit of luck from there. So, yeah, Lady Dora on top for me. Josh Richard's rides quite well, and uh, as long as all's in order, I think it can run very well here. Uh, What about yourself?
1: Yeah, I thought the same. I thought just drawing out a little bit wider helps. Uh, gets it in the running line, three kilo claims huge, uh, brings it into the 60 60 and a half and uh, been running well enough and in good enough form to uh, be hardest to beat in this race. Uh, That $4 mark looks nice and, uh, yeah, happy to take the favourite on a little bit.
0: Yep. Very good. Um, The six is 1,800 metre, benchmark 64. What are you doing with this favourite here?
1: Yeah, interesting. Um, certainly, certainly looks hard to beat. Um, found a bit. I think it found a bit of trouble last start. Mm. Um, it just took. forever probably to should have wind back up.
0: Yeah.
1: And it took forever to wind back up. So, um, prior to that, was pretty good. Um, in in some of its other races, uh, th- third when it was uh, over an unsuitable distance, uh, behind Hosier, Air, uh, then one well. At- and then you know just had a little bit of a checkered pack, passage and had to sort of get going again and that didn't really suit i don't think they'll have those problems um tomorrow drawn in the five the big spacious space 1800 suits um yeah i'm willing to back aquileon aqu- um in this field again that doesn't look to be a hell of a lot of depth um to the quality in this field awesome sun was good last start but uh, yeah, it's got to step up now and uh, come off the back of a win to, to do it again here.
0: Yeah, I, the, sh- the short story is I couldn't find anything to beat it. Uh, and I think up in distance suits now. Um, So that was everything you've said. Um, on top of that, I was probably happy to back it. I We'll see where it ends up in the market. But uh, I think it's the only one I'd be interested in this race. Um, so the question would be whether I want to back it or not. Race number seven is the 1500 meter benchmark 70 where we saw Wallsfold be a tragedy beaten last start Uh, probably should be undefeated this prep Uh, Will Price goes on so a bit of a claim nice enough gate and the horse to beat from the freshened up Nick Spur, who had no chance just before it went out for that quick break and uh, will be much better suited hopefully by the way Hillside plays tomorrow Uh, the only two I was really looking at here what about
1: yourself Yeah. I was the same. I probably just placed Nick Ausberg just slightly in front of Warsfold. Uh, thought it might get a little bit better set up here. And yeah, freshened up. Uh, due for a win.
0: And we wrapped it out with the 1300 meter benchmark 78. Do you want to take us home?
1: Yeah, I think we got the, I think we got the winner here. Um, yeah. The favourite in the last impecunious uh, should be winning this race. Has way better form than most of these. Uh, they're fairly inconsistent lot here. Wilmot Pass hasn't won for I don't know how long. Lavina hasn't been good the last few starts. Exolito fits into the Wilmot Pass class. Mm-hmm. Um, Sir Hebb was that okay last start, but uh, Impercunius looks the for me the, the 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 best bet of the day.
0: Not much to add. Best bet of the day. I was giving it a chance in those races when it went up to take on Hungry Heart and uh, and Cohen and went to the Oaks. Uh, probably be disappointing yourself, but. Uh, was very unlucky, the first round Sydney, and that is much, much better than this. I think this is a group or listed class, Philly resuming on a Wednesday, and you're getting 2.52. What should go around? Um, yeah, easy best bet of the day, and I'll make my value on the day. I struggled to have any really at value. Uh, so Lady Jorah, I suppose, just in in terms of taking on the favourite, was, for lack of a better term, some value there. Uh, what about yourself? Best in value.
1: Yeah, impecunious is my best in the last, race eight, number four, and my value comes up in race three, number two, Deal Blaster, about the $10 mark.
0: I like it, Beaver. Have you got something for us up north?
1: Um, Yeah, had a quick look up north um, and pretty pretty tricky affairs up there. I thought race two, number five, Shijin will be hard to beat um, around the even money mark. Um, And then my other best bets of the day up there, i am just got to find them. Race number six, number six, Fatisse Francais, uh, flying at the moment, uh, won its last two starts, uh, looking for it to back up and make it three in a row. And then I also thought uh, in the last race, number three, Chompers. Uh, around the $4.50 mark, um, could be super hard to beat as well.
0: Very good. Get your teeth stuck into that, punters. Uh, yeah. See what I did there. Good luck tomorrow, punters. Uh, stay safe for everyone uh, getting through <laughs> lockdown. Uh, good punning tomorrow, Beaver, and I will see you Thursday for our Saturday preview of Group Run Racing. It comes around quick, but we're uh, all over it here at progroupracing.com.au. Take care, and uh, we'll see you soon.